Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way program. And I am so excited today because I have my actual first guest. No, no, Lonzine was my first guest. I'm sorry. So I have my first male guest. That, that works out well. And my first apostle guest, who is Apostle Eddie Maestas. God graced into my life. Well, graced into his life, actually. Um, <laughs> you're supposed to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> about a year and a half almost two years ago or something like that but it seems like forever and um we're going to talk today he's the um founder and uh the visionary of unity which i am really truly blessed to be a part of to be on the senior council and i'm not on the senior council because i'm the senior old person but I'm council because and it's not because they didn't have another woman they didn't have no women i'm not a token or any of that there because we were we uh, as uh uh apostle michael fram talked about the other day god directed the and, and connected the dots so that we could come into a place of oneness and show the body lead the body as to how the kingdom really works that love and honor and respect and all of those things is a part of who it is and um i'll say this one time because i do not want eddie's head to get so big that he can't <laughs> but i so love this man and i so honor him and i'm i'm just privileged to have him in my life and uh, a part of my life and i know that he loves me and that's one of the things that's a bold statement but i know that so without any further ado, I'm going to uh, uh, introduce, well, not introduce you. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> Hi, uh, Dr. Baser. Stop uh, messing up my name, boy. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Dr. Baser Baker. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. Apostle Dr. Baser Baker. Okay, I'm gonna get you on Wednesday. It's all good. It's all good. I'm gonna get you on Wednesday. I want you to know what we're expecting at the love and unity. I'm gonna hurt you. I really am. I'm gonna hurt you. That's okay. I promise. When I make a promise, I keep it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, let's talk about. Let's talk about what we're expecting and and um and this is the first one. This is the kickoff for 2022. So this is the first one in 2022. We. We had a few of them back in 2021 that were powerful. And uh, while we were at one in Denton, Texas, is when the Spirit of God began to speak to me to have one in Oklahoma. And uh, and then after I shared that, uh, we all know that uh, uh, Prophet Andrew began to prophesy that this was supposed to happen in Anita, Prophet Anita as well. And uh, so we put it on the calendar and we just believe that God's called us for a special time to be in Oklahoma. Something is going to take place there that is not only going to help Oklahoma, but I believe it's going to affect the whole body of Christ because something has happened out of this territory before that affected the whole world. And that was when the faith message came out of this territory. Uh, people like uh, uh, Kenneth Hagan and and, uh, and all the individuals that begin to preach the word of faith message. But something has happened where sometimes we get stuck on old, uh, on, on present revelation 
that we had at our time and that when God begins to take us forward, we can't seem to change from what was to what God is doing now. And I believe God is going to do a powerful work this coming week, hallelujah, shifting things from where we have come from to where God is taking us, where I believe he's taking us from a church age to a kingdom age, bringing us together as one corporate body of Christ and begin to prefer each other better than ourselves instead of being in competition and jealousy with one another. So it's going to be a powerful time. We have great speakers that will be speaking. Seasoned fathers will be ministering. Uh, we've already packed out the whole hotel there in Broken Arrow. Hallelujah. So that's exciting. And people are coming from different countries. They're coming from different parts of the nation. And uh, we're going to have a powerful time. You're going to be there. And uh, several other of the senior council are going to be there. Matter of fact, all the senior council is going to be there. And uh, we're just going to have, we're going to have a Holy Ghost party. Hallelujah. Say. <laughs> Um, transitioning from the church age to the kingdom age, give a brief um, um, understanding of that. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, you know, for years we've been focused on the church, building the church, building our <laughs> ministries, building our buildings and building our large auditoriums. And, and that was good. God used it and blessed it and anointed it. And many people got saved and healed and delivered it. But it kept us divided. It kept us independent of one another. And it kept us building man's ministry instead of building God's kingdom in the earth. And I believe we're shifting from focusing on our churches and our ministries and our, our own buildings. And we're focusing on the kingdom itself. And when we focus on kingdom, then we have to stop being a, my ministry, my church, my anointing. And we have to come together. And by coming together, we begin to complement one another, preferring one another, receiving from one another, being accountable to one another, supporting one another, and begin to operate by the prayer that Jesus prayed, Father, that they may be one as we are one. And that was his prayer. So now we are moving from a church mentality to a kingdom. That doesn't mean that the church is not important. What people don't forget is they're the church. God called them to be the church, but we must become the a body of Christ, which is the assembled body, all connected together for the hand cannot say to the foot, I have no need of you. So God brings us together as the body of Christ to serve his kingdom where there's no uh, hierarchy, there's no head honchos, we're all ended together to glorify God and to represent the image of Christ, which is the son of God as one corporate son in the earth. Well, I'm not going to ask you what a honcho means, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, of the things, one of the things that I see is this, is I see what it's doing is really uniting and it's, one of those things that we're beginning to understand that we are one blood and that we are a new creation and we cannot operate all as the old creation, the old paradigm, that way that was, uh, you know, that song, it was good enough for my mother, it was good enough for my father. So <laughs> old time religion, that old time religion <clears throat> is something that has kept us separated. And I believe that one of the things that we've done in love and unity is this, is that we have started to break down 
and destroy, not just break down, but destroy walls of differences. Because when you say the fathers, um, you know, we have a, a, uh, a meeting that we've called uh, seasoned fathers and, and all together, but they're in male and female bodies. We're beginning to operate the way that God says to operate. There's neither male, female, slave, free. There's none of those things, none of those differences that divides how he works in us. And, um, you know, are all the people that are going to be speaking, are they all kind of alike? I mean, you know, do they all? Oh, no. <laughs> We're all different. I tell people unity is not conformity. Unity is being different, but in one heart. We have one heart, and that's to glorify God and to represent the image of Christ. We're all different. You're different from me. I'm different from really? you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Don Hughes and, and Barry and all these, they're all come from different places, all of us. We didn't even know each other before Love and Unity started. And God brought us all together and we're all grace different. We're all different in experience and knowledge and understanding, but yet none of us act like we're better than the other. We That's all right. recognize that we need each other. Uh, I know you don't believe this sometimes, but I really do need you in my life. Hallelujah. Oh, honey, you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even have to think about that. That is not something that I think, oh, you really need me. No, I know that is a fact. Oh, my God. You call me every day. You know, you call me every day. I mean, my Lord Jesus, you know. Yes, oh, I, I never question that. But here's, here's You're so bad. Here's one of the things that, that uh, I'd like for you to, you to talk about. The, the, the differences, and differences what, this, what, what happens in this to make up this, this body and um, the council. Some people ask, why is the council only apostles and prophets? Because I believe they lay the foundation and it's not that they're better than the rest of the fivefold because we don't claim to be better. And it's not just about the apostles and prophets. I believe it's the whole fivefold, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, pastors, and teachers. But <laughs> when God started the church in the New Testament, he used apostles to start it and prophets to lay that foundation so we could build upon that. And then the pastors and the evangelists and teachers help build upon that. But they're all needed. Every one of them are needed. We just don't need just apostles, just like we don't need just pastors. For years, it's been pastor-only ran churches. Well, that's hurt the body of Christ because the Bible says it takes the whole five that God's gifted to equip the saints. It takes the whole five to bring us into the unity of the faith. It takes the whole five to bring us into the to the full maturity of Christ. Why? So we could keep people from being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine, doctrine and falling into the carnalities of this world. So God and his wonder way of creating things for it to bring forth what he wants to bring forth on the earth. God wants to bring forth his kingdom and he wants to advance it in the earth. The Bible says when Jesus came for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, which means Jesus came to earth, not just so we could die and go to heaven, but he came so we could advance his kingdom. The first thing he did when he ascended to heaven is he gave gifts unto men. And those gifts are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip the saints, to bring us to the unity of the faith, to bring us into the full measure and the stature of Christ. And then he called apostles and prophets to lay the foundation. Apostles 
were always the beginning of what God was doing in the earth. He used them to start something, to pioneer something, to begin to build something. And most of the time, apostles are able to touch all of the other gifts, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. Why? To bring us into that unity. Because we can't just be in unity as the body of Christ. We got to be in unity as the fivefold. We got to come into oneness. And God used apostles and prophets to lay the foundation. So when God told me to start love and unity, he told me to establish a senior council that would represent apostles and prophets. And female. What's that? My picture there, right? When he said that, you said, there, there, there she is. I see, I see Dr. Baker. Even though I don't. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go. There she is. So God allowed us to build a senior council with apostles and prophets, but we bring together all the fivefold ministry gift. We have pastors and teachers and evangelists and apostles and prophets all working together. Nobody's saying we're better than the other. When people say that they're the better gift or they're the better one for this time, I tell them, no, Jesus is the only better one. Hallelujah. He's the chief apostle. He's the cornerstone. He's the one that we all come together and oneness for. Matter of fact, Jesus represents all five of those gifts. The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. So what he did when he ascended, he gave us himself. And when he gave us himself out of those graces, those graces are to duplicate what Christ is into the body of Christ so we could be the representation of his image and his likeness in all the earth. And if every person, one of the things that I see, if every person that is called of God in these uh, ascension gifts, if we would actually uh, realize something that people are put into gifts according to the grace that has been given to them, the mercy that has been given to them, and what uh, this uh, uh, this morning actually in in one of the the zoom in the zoom, um, Terrence brought this thing forward. But one of the things that God revealed is this: He also put this in us so that we would realize these are some of the things that we must suffer for the sake of, of being able to fulfill the purpose that he has in life. And in uh, the, the uh, many people want to be an apostle. I don't understand why. I mean, that's that's ignorance going to see taking root and growth. That's something that God has called you into and appointed you for. You ain't got the grace in order to live it because it is not it's not about fun. Read about them apostles. They got beat. They got stoned. They got they got they had to walk all those miles. They had to do all that stuff. They had to lay down. They did all that. And half of the people that want to be apostles. Okay, half of the people, many of the people that want to be apostles, I'm an apostle, I'm an apostle, they want to be an apostle, they can't handle a fingernail breaking or, <laughs> or whatever it is. You think you can walk in that office without complaining every day? They did it, and Paul said, These light afflictions, and they look at they, if we had Paul's afflictions, I'm not realizing how far he had to walk, what he had to do. And the things that's been laid out for you, the uh, the attacks, the the uh, uh, verbal attacks from other ministers, other apostles, other prophets, other pastors and teachers, the things that have been said about you, 
and uh, the the uh, the, the physical. I mean, you know, they didn't come physically because they know that if they hit you physically, they're gonna have to deal with me. Okay, <laughs> the rest of the people can't be doing that. That is off limits. Okay, period. But um, you know, some of the things that that you uh, that you go through and that you endure in order to bring forth what it is that God wants. And when you put the word love and togetherness, unity, oneness on there, I mean, my God, every demon in hell is saying, I'm going after this dude, because how dare you think that you can bring forth the love of God and the unity of his body together. And, uh, you know, just just we, we, we have time. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you three minutes to uh, <laughs> to tell about some of the things that you've gone through, and even some of the things that it's taken to be able to get this far, so that we can do what we're supposed to do in Oklahoma. Edward, did you freeze on me? Hello. He must have frozen on me. Come back, Edward. Back Apostle Eddie. Well, at, while he's gone, he will be back. But one of the things that's happened is he has gone through a lot in order to have it so that this thing could happen, so that the manifestations of what it is that God wants to do in love and unity, putting this word love and then unity together, um, uh, realizing something that in this is all to come into this corporate man until this image of Jesus Christ to come into the patterned son and to look like him and to walk like him and to act like him in the earth. And so um, as, as we walk into this and this week, as we go into this love and unity conference, some of the things that you're going to hear, you're going to hear a number of different uh, people, a number of different apostles. And why is it that we're not bringing people in from the outside inside? Because we're, we're, we're working with, we're doing what it is that God said to do the way God said to do it. The man of God, Eddie Maestas, Apostle Eddie Maestas, is one that obeys God. He walks in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. He fears God in a lot of areas. And that's growing also, because what happens is this, when you start to fear God, then every type of demonic thing will come against you, but you're already prepared for it. Because see, God says, I have placed on the inside of you the ability to be able to do what it is that I have, played, I, I have designed you to do. And these kinds of things are happening. You're gonna hear apostles uh, I mean, Prophet Andrew, who is a uh, who is accurate. He's on point. I mean, he is a serious young man and he thinks about the things that God says. He meditates on those things. What he does is he gets into the word of God and the word of God gets into him. And as these things happen, what he releases is for now, you're not going to hear an old word from anybody. You're not going to hear a sermon that somebody had, had preached so many years ago. When you hear uh, uh, Apostle Barry Cook, you're going to hear God's wisdom coming through in a, in a different manner. Apostle Cal Cook, uh, you're going to hear about the tabernacle or whatever it is that God has given them. Many times when we get to these places, we don't even know Apostle Jack. And then this is the first time that I will have been into a meeting with uh, 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 Apostle uh, uh, Fram from uh, New Jersey uh, and, and, and all of this. I mean, we're going to hear and, and my son, Robin, 
Apostle Robin Beach, all of these, all of these, and, and my friend McGee, all of these people you're going to hear things from. And we're coming together to do and to obey Apostle Don, uh, uh, Apostle Ronnie. Uh, I didn't want to miss anybody, but I probably did. And it's, it's okay. They ain't going to get upset with me. Uh, but at any rate, uh, uh, the, the people that you're, Apostle Baker, uh, the, the people that you're going to hear from, these are people that have a relationship with God and that are obedient to God and are submitted one to another. So you're not going to just hear somebody that was was bright, was bought in, was saying, we'll give you this and we'll give you this and you come and speak at our conference or our whatever it is so it'll be large. No, it is people that love, that are in love with each other. It are, it are, it's people that are in unity with each other. It's people that are, uh, that are submitted one to another in the Lord. It's people that we know that uh, uh, have been called together to do what there is to do. Has Apostle Eddie showed back up? Yeah, there he is. I'm back up. I had to go on my phone. I don't know what happened. The computer went completely out. Oh. I guess they didn't, they didn't like what I was saying, I guess. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, the people did. <laughs> the computer demons didn't. So at any rate, I've just been talking about the conference. And uh, you go ahead and, and, and uh, finish what you were going to say. You know, we've had several conferences already, and we don't have conferences just to gather. We believe we're there for on a mission. We believe we're there to shift the atmosphere. And we believe that we're there to relay a foundation for what God is doing now. Love and unity is not a, just a cliche. Love and unity is a prophetic word that God's using to bring love and unity back to the body of Christ, starting with the fivefold ministry gifts. So it's a prophetic word. So what God is going to do in Oklahoma, he's going to bring a love and a oneness there where the love of God that never fails is going to begin to repair some of the things that have gone on in Oklahoma, the strife, the division, the the, the independency of the body of Christ, uh, the, the self-glorification of man, uh, the false teaching of prosperity, the false teaching of so many things that have caused the body to separate and be divided. And God is going to bring a love there to heal hearts, to cause hearts to be healed, lives to be restored, ministers to get back on fire for God again, ministers to, to realize their time's not over. It's just beginning. Hallelujah. But now we're focused not on building a ministry, but focused on building the kingdom. And out of that comes the ministries that God has for our lives but it's bringing us to a oneness, hallelujah. I always say that unless we begin to come together and prefer each other better than ourselves, we'll always be fighting with each other because everyone always thinks they're better than the next person or they're more grace or they're more anointed or they're more gifted or they're more smarter or they're more a theolo they're more of a theologian than other everybody else. Well, guess what, hallelujah. We all need to humble ourselves and begin to be blessed by what each person has. And each person has something different to offer that brings us together to operate as a body that represents the corporate son, the image of Christ, the likeness of God in the earth, so we can begin to show them a picture of what God looks like. Because Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. We couldn't say that about the church. You see us, you see the Father. They see the church and they say, what a mess. It's divided. It's independent. They're fighting. They don't like each other. 
they're in competition, they're jealousy, one's trying to outdo the other, they don't help each other, they don't support one another. We don't want to see that. We want to see God the Father in his love, hallelujah. So God is looking to raise up a leadership that come together and represent his love in the earth. And one of the things, uh, we don't want people to misunderstand something. What God will release is a proper understanding of prosperity, of riches, and of wealth. Because an improper, imbalanced understanding of that was done. And it was mixed with, it was a mixture of earthly things and biblical things. And so what it is, is that God is saying, I want to, I want to release this to you so that you will know how to handle, how to, how to deal with, how to do what it is that I have for you to do. So he will be talking about the prosperity because he wants us to walk in that, but we got to understand what prosperity is. The understanding of prosperity is not what people think it is. The, uh, pros uh, the understanding of riches is not what people think it is. And the understanding of wealth, sure in the heck ain't what people think it is. So, uh, you know, when you mention those things, you know, you push my button, right? You know that that's that just gets me excited because this is one of the areas that I, I just, I mean, it's like, it's like this, this old young woman, she just really just gets into this. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's why God put me into your life so I could push buttons. I mean, you know, through, through you, your family, uh, you, you know, you, you have an off the hook family by the biologicals and, uh, you know, that's what I call them, right? Uh, the, the, the biologicals and stuff. And, and, and that's another thing about love and unity. We know we're interested in each other's families. We're interested in your family. We're interested in people. We, we really are, are looking for people. So it's not just a bunch of people that are going to be there teaching and preaching at you. It's going to be where God, I really believe that the spirit of God will release prophetic um, ministry and, and impartations and things that people are in need. I don't believe that anyone that comes to this conference, I don't believe that they will leave without having things answered and have having uh, something uh, uh, manifest, something imparted in their life that will take them from one dimension to the next dimension of where they're going. And we have about a minute or so left, so go ahead. And I know you can talk over a minute, but just you only got a minute. <laughs> I can tell we're going to have a wonderful time in Tulsa. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, one of the great things we do when we come together is nobody's looking to speak. Everybody's coming to support. If they get asked to speak, they're more than happy to speak. But we're not, you know, oh, who's going to be the main speaker? Jesus is going to be the main speaker. He's going to speak through us. The Holy Ghost is going to be the main speaker. He's going to prophesy through us. He's going to minister through us. Hallelujah. And no one is going to be better than the next person. The ones that God wants to deliver the word, they will be the ones that, that will deliver the word because God wants to move by his spirit, not by the flesh. Hallelujah. And I believe we're going to have a wonderful time and we're going to see the move of God take place from this place. And it's not just going to end at the conference. Something is going to change that whole region.
Okay, we're almost out of time. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm going to have Apostle Eddie on my program next week. And remember, if you want to give, there's information about that. And I'll see you next week when I'm here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye.